Each week on Culture 101, we invite a guest to share their cultural favourites and shout out to other artists. This week, it's former Shortland Street and Good Grief actor and writer Grace Palmer. We've caught her just in time. Grace is returning to Vancouver to begin shooting the second season of Fox's sitcom Animal Control, and the show is also here on TVNZ+. She plays Animal Control Officer Victoria Sands alongside actor and comedian Joel McHale, a cynical former cop who has an uncanny gift for understanding animals, but not so much humans. And Grace joins us now. Kia ora, and thank you for coming on to the show. Thank you for having I'm me. I'm so excited that we got you in the nick of time, because you're about to head off back to Vancouver yes. for second season of Animal Control. I just have to say quickly that I grew up listening to Radio New Zealand because my dad listened to it every morning. So I would get woken up to the um, beep, the pips. Beep, beep, <laughs> beep. It was amazing. That was like my life growing up. Do you st- do you ever hear that now? And sort of, are you taking? Yeah, it back it's to- so nostalgic that sound. <laughs> it's amazing. And he would. Um, he loved Jim Mora, and he would often be. I'm going to embarrass my dad. He would be like working out to it, like so. Th- that's my childhood memory. And then I would go and be like, he'd be like, "Can you get me the paper?" And he'd give me like an extra dollar, and I could go to the dairy and get lollies. And then I'd come back, and he'd still be working out listening to RNZ. Anyway, that's my story. So we'll let Jim Mora know that he's a he's a Jim soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that I think they are friends. I think he knows him. Oh, Dad's going to be so gutted. This is all going. This is the one time he's wanted me to be on the show, and I'm ruining it for him. No. Can you tell me about what it's been like working on Animal Control in this show? Honestly, I feel really lucky. Like I feel it's been the best experience, and I know that sounds cliche because people always talk so highly of their jobs, but I really feel like I struck gold because. Often you get jobs and they don't necessarily tick all the boxes. Do you know what I mean? You get an opportunity and you're just so grateful for it that you just you, you take it as it comes. But for me, like it, it ticked all the boxes. I love the content. I've always wanted to do comedy, particularly like something, not sitcom-y, but like episodic. Um, the people I work with are fantastic. They're just so lovely and we're like this family and the crew are awesome. And yeah, I love Vancouver too. And yeah, I, I feel I feel very grateful. Your co-host is Joel McHale. He, I remember him from the Soup yeah. days on E. Me and my sister grew up watching the Soup, <laughs> the and soup. I had to t- tell Joel that because I was like, I was too young to watch the Soup. Like but I didn't we did. understand it, but we all did because yeah. do you remember E Channel came yes. to New Zealand yes. and they had two and shows: had, Fashion and they, Police and the Soup. And it had the canned laughter, and you were like, "Well, this, clearly this guy is funny, or, or or this is a th- yeah." I because I think I was about eight or nine, but his his image and the show is burned into my brain. Yeah, it, it's also quite funny because Joel always plays the asshole, like it's his his it's his shtick. like yeah, it's a shtick, and that's but he's the kindest, loveliest guy in the world. He's just he's super witty and. Right, so his comedy is smart ass. Do you know what I mean? And the, but but when you meet him, he's just so kind and soft and lovely. And then he tries to be a, a dick, but he just isn't that. He, it, he it's hard for him. <laughs> he's truly acting. Yeah. Do you feel like working with him has lifted your comedy game? A hundred percent. I feel so. I was really nervous initially going into it because. The rest of the cast were very experienced with comedy and 
there is there are rules. I wouldn't say rules, but there are just uh, there are things that you know once you've been in it for a while. Like on set, a lot of the time, you probably know this. People do multiple reads of a line, and then the director might shout out to you and be like, "Try this or try this." Like while you're still rolling during the take. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like that- they'll just throw lines at you, or sometimes if you have the punchline, you might deliver it four different ways. Oh. So say your punchline is, that's what she said. Yeah. You know, at the end, you might get to it and go, that's what she said. That's what she said. And like, they just repeat it four times. Even if you, even if the punchline is then followed by, say, your line, yeah, they'll the, still just do their version. A lot of the time, yeah. That's really interesting. So there's just little things that I had to pick up along the way. And like I was etiquette almost. Well, not etiquette, just the way they operate, I guess. Yeah, and people like having options. When it mm. comes to comedy, like having different, giving variations is very mm. important. And they're kind of just things that I just had to see and listen to and go, like, I can do that. Um, <laughs> but I have to say, my co-stars and my producers, like, filled me with this newfound sense of confidence because they, a lot of the time I would rehearse certain things and I might improvise some lines. And then when it came to doing the take, I wouldn't have the courage to say them. And Joel would stop. And be like, what was that funny line you said when we were rehearsing? Grace has a really funny line that she wants to share. And I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, you know, right from the beginning, the guys specifically, like, just encouraged me yeah. to throw out some things. And sometimes they landed and sometimes they didn't. But I, yeah, I, I just gained this new confidence, which was awesome. Because that's how you want to feel in your own workplace, yeah. you know. And sometimes it is crap. Like, sometimes your line off it is not funny. And then people are like, okay, cool, thanks. <laughs> but then sometimes it's gold. And, yeah, it's just about having the courage to, to try go there and to out. try it out. Yeah. And if we go back and rewind to when you first got the call to say you that you landed this role, what was that like? Because it's sort of every actor's dream, right, to say that you've been picked up for – a series. Yeah. What was that like? It was wild because it. I had been on hold for over a month. Like it was a long time. So it's con- constantly in the back of your mind. You're thinking about it and you don't want to think about it. But particularly when you get to that point, you sign a test deal. So you know what you would be getting paid. You know how many seasons you'd be committed for. You know. You've already imagined you know this much. new life. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, it's hard. The and possibilities. The idea of like, if I got this job, I'd be moving to Vancouver in two weeks. You know, there are all these things that you have to consider. And as much as you try not to go there in your head, you do. Yeah. Um, so when I got the call, it was really early in the morning, I remember. And I was a little bit disorientated. But all I said, it was quite embarrassing. I kind of started crying and then was like, I need a jacket because it's so cold in Vancouver and I don't have a jacket. And they were like, okay, um, well, congrats. I, like, I just didn't, I, I don't know what was wrong with me, but I, all I could think about was not having a warm enough winter jacket. Um, but no, it was, it, it is a bit of a whirlwind when that all happens because you kind of are like, well, I'm going to move to this new place with a whole lot of new people that I've never met before. And, and the, starting a new job. Yeah. And the craziest thing is that I had not met anyone until I got to Vancouver. I did everything via Zoom. I think post-COVID, we're in this, like, everything is self-tapes or mm. Zooms. And mm. so I was like, imagine if this was just, like, the greatest um, setup of all time. And <laughs> I was just, like, I just totally got punked. And there was no job and nothing. And, and I just kept you know, yeah, yeah. out. <laughs> but the other thing as well is that I auditioned in two accents. So I didn't know until I got there 
which one I was doing. Ah, oh. yeah, I was. I would constantly every audition because I did about five auditions, and every time I'd do it in a New Zealand accent first, and then I'd say, "Can you also do it in an American?" Yeah, and I didn't know which one it was until I got there, and so it was like a couple of days before filming, and I kind of asked by the one way, of my producers, <laughs> like, "Hi, um, by the way, yeah, just wondering, what do you want me? What voice should I do?" Um, and they were like, "Oh no, you, do your New Zealand accent," and. A lot of the time they don't understand me, <laughs> but but they asked for it. They asked for it, and I think they thought that it was a, a laugh in itself. Like yeah. they find the accent very funny. I think Americans definitely find the Kiwi accent, the way we talk, quite endearing because you can see that across all the films you know that we've made, and they really we've got a real audience there. I think it's also just we grow up watching a lot of American TV, but in it, I feel like in a day. I hear so many different voices and accents and it's a representation of the world we live in. Yeah. So I just, yeah. I love when you have a different accent in a show. I yeah. just think it's nice. It's sort of a bit more real. Yeah. And what's it like working with animals on the job? Oh, this is quite embarrassing, but I definitely got scared a few times, not because of anything they did, but because obviously we grow up here without any anything that can hurt you. Like yeah. We don't have bears, we don't have cougars, we don't have snakes. And so when I, a lot of the time I was meeting animals that I'd never met before or had never encountered in my life, like a raccoon, you know, yeah. it was like quite a bizarre. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how this thing works. Yeah. I don't. I, so it, it was, I they I, I got a lot of shit because I was probably a little bit um, timid yeah. around the animals yeah. at first. I have a chronic bird phobia. So I didn't, obviously I didn't disclose that when I was auditioning for the job. No, you say you love all animals I like, I love and all, you know how to deal with all, all of them. everything. <laughs> but no, we have these incredible wranglers, obviously, who are just amazing and have devoted their life to animals and they love animals. And it's pretty funny, actually. The, the animals have some very strict rules. You know, there are a lot of things in place to make sure that they have a great working environment. Like they one day stars I, too. They are stars too. But also one day I was working with a crab. This sounds so weird, but I was shooting with a crab <laughs> and I showed up to work and I was like, oh, there's like six crabs. I thought I was just shooting with one crab and they're like, yeah, but the crabs can only do half an hour each. And I was like, wait, what? And they're like, the, the crab can only be on for half an hour. And then I was like, okay, yep. And, and then they said they were going to release them after work. And I was like, well, you're not just eat them and they're like no 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 we can't eat them we'll have to release the crabs I was like but you bought the crabs from someone who sells crabs for meat but it's against um yeah the, the working against, the yeah, well, yeah, union, union pot, so they go release the crabs after work and I was like that's so cool because I'm a vegetarian so like I am all for yeah. you know <laughs> not eating not the eating crabs. the crabs but I I was introduced to a whole lot of um yeah regulations around yeah. animal workplace environment and it was awesome. The, I did have to work with a iguana, which oh, yeah. I didn't. I wasn't stoked about. <laughs> I don't. Again, one of those things. I didn't know how I felt about yeah. a big lizard, and then once it got on me, I said, like, "I don't like this." But you just have to deal with it. Yeah, one of my directors like, "You're on an animal show," and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." No, I, I, you're right. And I do, I do love most animals. Like you say, just I'm, um, I'm always a little bit. Um, Nervous as to how they're going to respond to me. Course, I think, yeah. like, I'm yeah. worried they because if of... they can sense that you're not comfortable, yeah, and that's what you get told as well. They can always sense fear, or yeah, they can sense yeah. that you're not at ease, or you know. <laughs> so this segment is all about giving shout outs to other things that you've been watching or consuming, Ooh, yeah. and you know you've been reading or, or listening to. So, 
What are some things that you've been liking lately? Oh, God, I'm a chronic consumer. So I read a lot, and I am stoked when a book I've read gets turned into a series because it's like another life. Which is very popular at the moment. Yes. Um, so I'd say at the moment I'm into lessons in chemistry. It's very yeah. light and easy and lovely, and um, they did a great job at recreating the world, and um, Brie Larson plays the lead. It's on Apple. I also... Finished the beer season. I freaking love the beer. I haven't seen it. It's on my list, but it's one of those ones that people say, "Oh, have you seen it?" And then they launch straight into talking about particular scenes. Oh, and you're like, that, "I haven't. I seen haven't that. seen it. I this. do not know what you're talking about." But I feel like it's a rare show that people go, "Oh, th- there was that moment where da da da," because it obviously really affected them. Yeah, and they've thought about it after watching. It makes you pretty anxious watching it. I'd say because it's very high. It's a lot of shouting, and mm. you're kind of watching it going, like, I, I don't know if I could um, handle longer than a half an hour yeah. of that. But it's amazing. It's very real, and it's funny and heartfelt, and it kind of ticks a lot of boxes. Yeah, I know a lot of people who love it. I also know a lot of chefs who say that it's a very good interpretation of what it's like yeah. to work in a well, kitchen. Well, when you say anxious, that sort of checks out, doesn't it? Because... I don't imagine a kitchen to be a very calming place. It's just quite hectic. Uh, Totally. And the pressure. Yeah. No, it's a great series. I would definitely watch that. I went to the, I go to the movies a lot too. Um, We recently saw Saltburn. It's pretty great. I didn't tell my husband anything going into it. So I think he was a little bit taken aback by some of the. What's the premise of it? Um, I'd say the best thing to sort of compare it to is, um, What's the film with Matt Damon where he falls in love with Jude Law? I've given away kind of most. The of talented Mr. Ripley. Mr. Ripley. Mr. Ripley vibes is sort of. Oh, what okay. Yeah. Who's in it? Barry Kogan. Kogan. Barry. He's great. Um, and Jacob Elordi. Oh yes. Rose Pike. Roseanne Pike. Oh, she, Rosamund Pike. Rosamund. Yes. Pike. He was in Gone Girl. She is and fantastic in it. We care about every everyone in there is so good. Yeah. It's great. I'd go watch it. It's a, it, it's um you will gasp. You will definitely gasp. What's your shooting schedule like in Vancouver? Do you get much time to go out and sort of soak up the city? Yeah, we're really lucky in that sense because it's an ensemble cast. So sometimes the days are super long and crazy and you have a big week, but a lot of the time you might get a day off here and there and it's actually lovely and totally manageable. I also try really hard to go and explore the places that I'm in just Otherwise, I get homesick. You know, like I try and keep myself busy when I'm there. So, yeah, go out for dinner and watch movies and things like that. Do you find Vancouver is quite similar to Auckland? Heaps. Heaps like Auckland. Totally similar vibe. And also great in the sense that an hour in any direction you can reach some really beautiful places. I loved it. I felt like it's, it's like this wonderful middle ground, I'd say, between America and New Zealand.